You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. This week's podcasts are taking a look at top prospects in each organization. I'm Allison Twitter, and I am joined by Mike Farron, who is the new Diamondbacks pre- and post-game host, um, and also the host of Power Alley on Sirius XM MLB Network Radio. So Mike is filling in for Steve Gilbert this week, and Mike, you know, I, Steve and I have talked quite extensively about um, who's listed the number one prospect for the Diamondbacks, which is Archie Bradley. Um, obviously, he is no stranger to any of us because we've seen him pitch um, at the major league level. 23 years old. Uh, his star was very, very high a couple of years ago, and he's run into some issues, um, mainly with injuries um, and a really unfortunate um, getting hit in the head with a line drive last year, which scared everybody. So, But still, the Diamondbacks are pretty high on him, and they're really expecting him, I guess, to to be in the rotation this year, I would think. Well, yeah, at least at some point. I mean, you know, the the, the signing of Granke and the trade for Shelby Miller has, I think, to some degree, taken some of the pressure off Archie Bradley in that regard. And you know, both Robbie Ray, uh, Robbie Ray pitched pretty well last year, and and Ruby De La Rosa giving a hundred, nearly 190 innings. And it means that Bradley is the guy that they have to count on necessarily right as the season starts. But you're right about his prospect pedigree. I mean, I think he's been a famous prospect basically from the moment when he was drafted, um, you know, and turned down a chance to play college football at Oklahoma. I mean, he, he's an electric fastball um, that you know, will run up into the high to mid-90s, and, and he will uh, you know, feature a very, very good breaking ball. Um, the changeup has been a work in progress. He added a little bit of a cutter slider in the fall league a couple of years ago that, that's helped him kind of get a third pitch. Now it's just about command and being able to throw good strikes consistently. And I think that that's, you know, that's kind of the question is when that comes. Because at the very least, you have a guy who can profile at the back end of a bullpen. But if the command comes along, and as you said, Allison, he's you know, 23, so he's still very young. Uh, if that comes along, then you have a chance to have a very, very good major league starting pitcher. Yeah, because it's really, I mean, he has had, he had an elbow injury early on, then he had a shoulder problem after he got hit in the head with that line drive. So um, there's some, you know, true health issues and some like really bad luck. Um, and we were all kind of wondering how he was going to bounce back from, from that, um, that line drive. And I guess we're still sort of waiting to see if he's going to be back full force. Do you think that, like, that takes an emotional toll on him, um, just having been through something like that? Yeah, I mean, I think it can for some people, but I, I think for for Archie, I mean, this is a really, first of all, he's one of the most engaging young men you'll ever be around. Um, and he's an extremely bright guy. And I think he, you know, he has an idea of, you know, I, I certainly the dangers and the perils of pitching, but I, I also think that he's a pretty solid emotional base. And I think that that's one of his great strengths. I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, when he was drafted, when Kevin Towers was the general manager, that they really liked him because of that. That that's part of his makeup and his character. And so, you know, I I personally don't look at that as being a major concern with Archie, just because I think he's got the the emotional wherewithal, the intestinal fortitude to be able to handle adversity. And I think he he has the desire to get better too. And that's, listen, you know, unfortunately it's been injury that's been the most recent adversity, but before that, when it was control issues, it was something that he tried to really work on to get better as a pitcher. You know, that's a good point that you brought up, that with the additions to the rotation with these huge names, that it's going to it bump some of these guys down uh, just on the depth chart a little bit. But that could work in the favor of somebody who's had to deal with so much. 
Um, his, let's face it, the Diamondbacks are expected to compete in this division and really be, still be in it in September. It's been a very long time since they've had that uh, situation, which is great for them. But it is kind of nice for to take some of the pressure off of these young guys and more ease them in and, and maybe uh, just kind of hide them in the crowd a little bit while they try to get back on track. Yeah, and I think and I think it allows for more versatility too because if even if it is for the short term, say late in the season or in the middle of the season, you know Bradley is one of the better options for them in the bullpen. They could certainly use that. Remember last year in spring training, he was the talk was well, he'll, if he breaks camp, he'll break in the bullpen, um, and then was you know broke as a starter uh, before the injuries hit. So I, I think that that's you know it gives you depth, it gives you more options, it gives you more time to be patient with him and and with Shipley and. You know, some of the other guys that there are in the system that are kind of in the high minors. And I think that it's nice to have options in that regard, and it's nice to know that you have this kind of potential weapon that if you get to the middle of the year and the starters are all humming along and you feel like you could use some help in the bullpen, but it's a really good way for him to get reacclimated to the big leagues and really um, you know, get, get kind of a, a big test is to use that fastball-curveball combination out of the pen. We've seen countless numbers of starters who have done that early in their career have gone on to have great success as starting pitchers. Okay, so you brought him up. So Braden Shipley, coincidentally, he's the number two prospect on the Diamondbacks list. So let's, you know, I've not really spent a whole lot of time um, focusing on him, but he is, like you said, another one that they're going to try to maybe work into things. He's 23 years old. His ETA to the big leagues is pretty much now. Um, But it might be a little harder with some of the depth that they have right now. He's a former... um, Former position player, former shortstop. He yeah. started pitching as a college sophomore. I find that fascinating. Uh, but he seems to have, from what our when our people are saying, he's got the stuff to be a decent number two or a very good three starter for a long period of time. I, I am a huge fan of Shipley's, Allison, and a lot of it is because what you mentioned in Nevada. He was a, he played shortstop there. He is a tremendous athlete. And I'm, I have a little bit of bias in that I really like fastball changeup guys. And the one thing about Shipley as he came out of college was he had a very, very good changeup right away. He's got good velocity, good movement on his fastball. But that fastball changeup combo, I think, is really special. It's one of the reasons why I was like Kevin Gossman as he was you know, coming up through the Orioles system. And, you know, even Marcus Stroman, I know he gets a lot of, uh, of talk about his breaking ball, but a great changeup there. So you get a fastball changeup college pitcher like that with that kind of athleticism. And then it becomes more about, well, he's a little bit behind the curve learning because he was a two-way player in college. And as you mentioned, he's 23, so he's not that far removed from the draft. But I think he's got a chance, and maybe it's at the end of this season, maybe more likely it's in 2017 because of the depth, um, you know, especially if the Diamondbacks do contend all season as is expected, that, that he gets a chance. But I think I'm with you, and I'm with the analysis from, from both John Mayo and, and Jim Callis. He could be a really good number three starter in the big leagues and has that kind of athletic, durable build that, that makes you think he can consistently log 200 quality innings. He's a very, very exciting offense. Yeah, and I think that we can't take the changeup for granted. Um, that is the hardest mm-hmm. pitch, pitch for a young pitcher, really, to develop because it has to be deceptive and it has to look like a fastball and not be a fastball. It's not so easy. So, um, I, I mean, through my experiences of just, like, covering young pitchers, it's basically, like, where they fit into things is really if they can develop that changeup. For somebody to have command of that, even be better than some of his other breaking balls, I mean, that's got to be extremely encouraging for the Diamondbacks. 
Oh, I, absolutely. And I mean, I mean, really, it, it, it helps you as a right-handed pitcher for Chipley. It helps him against left-handed hitters right away. And, you know, he's got enough movement on the fastball, and the arm slot isn't particularly high, so, you know, left-handed hitters can pick it up a little better. The fact that he has the change is great. Now, the question is, you know, and, and the, the good thing is, is that, okay, if you get the change-up figured out, you've got the fastball and change-up, and let's say you're struggling with the breaking ball, and maybe you can't spin it that well in the end, although his breaking ball's okay, but for you know, hypothetically with a pitcher, well, you can kind of apply different pressure to, to cut it a little bit. You can work to sink it a little bit more. Make your fastball do different things that help to uh, to uh, affect it so that it acts like a breaking ball. Maybe it doesn't become a strikeout pitch, but it becomes something to, to get weak contact. But Chipley's changeup is really, really good, and with that fastball combo, I mean, fastball changeup combo, I think he's going to be I think he's gonna be a very, very good big league pitcher. Yeah, the Diamondbacks definitely have depth, so good for them. Mike, Karen, thank you so much for helping us out. This is fun, and best of luck to you in your first season with Diamondbacks. Appreciate it. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.